Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Rachel Real, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I raise awareness about narcissistic abuse. I share my experiences and the experiences of others. Just to put the disclaimer out there, I am a certified life coach and a thriver from being in a narcissistic relationship for five years. So I'm doing my due diligence to make sure I raise awareness and help others to understand that they're not crazy. I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, counselor, or anything like that. Again, I am a certified life coach as well as a vlogger, a blogger, and a podcaster raising awareness awareness about this personality disorder so that you'll know you're not crazy. So here we go. Um, I've previously in my other episodes have given a lot of commentary on some of the different names and describing what they mean, things like that. This is stuff that's been going on for years. It's just that these things have a name. And when you can understand exactly what these things are, it will help you with your healing. And that's my mission. My mission is to help people understand that they're not crazy and to really, really get a handle on, you know, exactly what it is you're going through and not to defend yourself, engage with unreasonable people. Just helping you to be able to take your power back, guys. I do my walk and talks and you might hear wind blowing, birds chirping, dogs barking, cars driving by. You can hear anything that goes on outside. I love being outside and just enjoying the fresh air. So you might hear that. So we're going to talk a little about today, still focusing on healing, healing from narcissistic abuse. And what does it look like, you know, and taking your power back. So let's get into it a little bit. Um, Please excuse the wind if it sounds windy out here, but it's feeling good to me. So let's see. Hopefully I can get through this without it being too loud or I'll have to do it inside. But I just love being outside. So taking your power back, guys, you have to, first of all, really really understand i can't stress it enough and you'll hear me you you will hear me say this a lot with when it comes to taking your power back or not giving it up in the first place you got to stay true to yourself know who you are if you don't know who you are how can you be anything to anybody else you got to learn you and if someone has stolen your identity from you and i say that you know I'm not even referring to like social security numbers and stuff like that. People get into relationships and their identity gets literally taken from them. It gets stolen from you. And sometimes you don't even see it coming. But there are signs that you can look for to understand and be more vigilant of them to understand someone's when they're trying to change your identity. So when it feels unusual, it's just not you. Nine times out of ten. Your identity is being shifted. It's being taken away. You're being silenced. And that's not healthy in a relationship. I mean, it's really common sense. I've been there, so I'm not shaming anybody. But again, because I have been there, had I known what I know now, that would have never happened. Like it will never happen again. So when you're looking at staying true to who you are, you know, that's part of the healing if you if you feel broken or if you feel like you know you don't know if you're coming or going 
in your situationship, because it ain't a relationship. A relationship is when you're connected to someone. A marriage is when, again, you are uh, connected to somebody and you have solidified your vows and things like that. If people aren't doing that, you don't have a marriage, you know, if it's not set up in that way. So people will call these titles out or say that they have them, but when you look at the meaning of them, that's not what you have, which is why it seems very unusual. If you're supposed to be connected to somebody in a relationship and you don't feel connected, then obviously you might have a situationship or an entanglement. So that's another conversation, but you might not look at it that way, but we gotta call a thing what it is. And when we start being honest with ourselves, first and foremost, be honest with yourself, you can heal. But as long as you continue to lie to yourself, because at the end of the day, it all boils down to us. We are the, you are the common denominator, I'm the common denominator in any situation that I get into. Any relationship, whatever the case may be, if there are a lot of issues going on, I'm gonna look at myself. Because you can't keep calling other people out if you're showing up to tolerate whatever it is you're saying you don't like. That doesn't even make sense. And we do it all the time. Stop, you know, stop doing it. You can start, you have to start somewhere. Where do you start? Or do you keep making excuses like, oh, I'm already in it. Let me deal with it. Let me tolerate it. Why? Why do you want to keep tolerating abuse? You know, you have to look at yourself and get yourself some therapy or help or educate yourself. Stop putting, just don't start doing the work to put it into practice. It's almost, it's like working out, you know? It's just like working out. You have to physically, mentally put yourself in it. Whether that means let me exercise, whether that means let me meditate, you know, mindfulness. It's all about being self-aware. And when you are really self-aware, you can think better. But if someone's trying to steal your identity and your relationship, the person who you are involved with or your situationship, it's very hard for you to, it's going to be very hard for you to figure out who you are. You might be that person, you're being the person who they want you to be. You know, I had to learn who Rachel was. I knew who I was as a mother. I knew who I was as a spouse. There were certain things I didn't like about being a spouse because of the abuse that I felt I endured. So primarily the emotional abuse. And again, it only stops when you stop it. It wouldn't have stopped had I not left. It stopped because I made a conscious decision that I deserved better, meaning what I was gonna to give to myself. I'm not looking for someone else to give me better or do better for me. I'm going to do better for myself. And anybody who comes into my equation, being that I am the common denominator, it has to be in alignment with what I know my passion, my purpose, and my goals are. It's that simple. Because if someone says they love you, if they love you, they're gonna love you for who you are. If you have children, you got family members, you have whomever. If those people are close to you and you meet someone, then all of a sudden they want you to stop talking to anybody who was ever your friend. Stop talking to your, your loved ones. Don't talk to your loved ones. Don't talk to your children. Don't, like that's sick. And you have people who will do that to individuals all of the time. They will sit there and have you thinking that everyone is your enemy. Nobody likes you. And meanwhile, you've been living your life without any of those issues. And as soon as you get with someone, all of a sudden it changes. No, 
you know being being able to learn who I am and what I am and loving myself and doing things for myself that I feel I want to do and anything that I expect someone else to do um, for me I'm gonna do it for myself good morning I'm gonna do it for myself so because of that I am you know when it gets when somebody else comes into the picture and what I've learned that shouldn't stop you know I was talking to a friend of mine and was like you know life is just so so peaceful right now being out of the toxic situationship I was in it's just so so peaceful and I can't imagine it leaving leaving and it shouldn't you know no matter who comes into my life they should not come in my life and everything changes and then I'm going through grief again no that's when you're not compatible that's when you're like oil and water that's when you know especially if you cannot agree to disagree all of the arguments and disagreements and you know when they start to outweigh itself meaning you're having more of them than what you are with agreeing with each other you might need to reevaluate that situationship because if you're in a relationship you are connected and if you're constantly at odds with each other you're not connected so you can either force it and keep doing it like that if you're forcing it then realistically you know taking your power back and understanding we all make mistakes and sometimes it is a mistake if you find yourself in a relationship no matter those birds are chirping away I love it if you find yourself in a relationship or a situationship where it's just not working for you don't be one of those people who will stay there until death stay there 30 40 years in 20 years in, five years in, whatever years in. like don't give a person another ounce of your time if they're not moving you forward period life is too short you know we don't know when our last day is so the way that I look at it and again this is my opinion from my experience I feel that you know it's it's just common sense how do you want to feel that you know you have to ask yourself some questions people might say oh there are tough questions whether you want to call them tough or just asking questions ask yourself the question am I happy am I happy in this situation am I happy in this relationship am I happy in this marriage does this person support me do they support what it is I'm doing do they meaning do they encourage you do they show up for you you know emotionally or is there a disconnect like y'all just live together who wants to live like that and if you have children what example are you showing them that this is how it's supposed to be so it's like you have to make some tough calls in your life and nobody's going to do it for you but you you have to be the advocate no one's going to do it for you but you so that's part of growing up and very often people will grow up they'll, they'll get older in age but mentally and emotionally they're still like little kids where they've never learned how to regulate their emotions they've never learned how to handle tough situations and will argue will fuss like if you have to do all of that in a relationship why are you in it because that's work going back and forth with someone having to keep arguing having to keep debating having to keep defending yourself having to keep engaging in nonsense like that that is too much work 
Then if you say, hey, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to stay solid. Now your identity is being stolen. Because unless you're mute, we should be talking. We should be communicating. No one should have to feel like they're in an environment where they, they cannot talk or speak in your home. In your home environment, you can't speak or talk. That's control. That's somebody who's trying to, even if they're not saying it and they're doing it to you indirectly to the point where you don't feel comfortable enough to talk because you don't want to get into an argument or something might happen, whatever the case may be, whether it's directly or whether it's indirectly, it's still happening. So you have to look at that too, guys. And I am not going to go long today, but I just really wanted to stop by to encourage you to let you know you know, you becoming self-aware is part of your healing. It's part of your healing. And once you become self-aware, be honest with yourself. You have to do that because if you keep lying to yourself, you're just going to stay in the situation that you're in. And is it hard? Sure. But I guarantee you, if you stick with it, it gets so easy. It gets so easy. You just got to take that fear away because fear and courage... They cannot ride in the same boat. They don't mix in the same pot or pan. It just doesn't. You have to have one. You need to have one or the other. You know, so if you have that fear, that means you don't have the carriage. So get the carriage. Work on getting the carriage to be able to say you are enough. To understand that no is a complete sentence. No, let your no mean no. You know, and when you're going to do something, do it. Don't be calling out shots and things like that. And it's just talk. Or the person is just going to treat you worse, if you can understand that. Anytime you allow someone to treat you a certain way that you don't like, please understand that it's not going to get better. They're not going to just wake up one day and be like, you know what? Hmm, I am so tired of treating you like shit. They're not going to do that. <laughs> So understand that as long what you're dealing with, you're dealing with it because you are allowing it. You are allowing it to happen. And as soon as you decide to not allow it to happen, to take action and stop talking, change will come. But until you decide to do that, you're going to stay, you're going to be right where you are. And Lord knows, I pray that if you have children, so that the cycle of abuse and toxicity does not keep going on and on and on until our dying days that you be one of those people to say you know what I love my children enough to the point where I'm going to leave this toxic situation so that I can show up for them and not feel like you're just there in the body buying your kids stuff yeah you might provide for them but are you providing for them that emotional intelligence are you providing for them by showing up emotionally if you seem so disconnected that you're just there in the flesh, but your mind is gone, it checked out. That's not helping your children. Now they're left to scrounge and find someplace else to be able to get guidance. And very often they get abused by somebody else because they really don't understand. And they don't have, a lot of the times they don't have that carriage and strength. They have it within them, but they don't know it because they never got to learn it. Why? Because that person who allowed themselves to be abused did not show up. And as long as you don't show up, you're just going to repeat the same cycle over and over. And you'll be sitting there talking or crying 
over the same BS like it's going to end. The same bullshit you've been crying over for years is still going to exist. Because, unfortunately, these narcissists who are out here and toxic people, mental abuse, whatever it is, will still continue to do what they're doing. That's why they're doing it. But don't be that person that they can do it to. You don't have to get into a discussion. Stop trying to reason with unreasonable people. They're not going to see it through your lens. That's the whole problem. If they saw it through your lens in the first place, they wouldn't be doing it to you. So don't sit around and expect, have unreasonable expectations from these people who are toxic and who are narcissists. Don't try to do that because all they're going to do is guilt trip you. They will guilt trip you. They will shift the blame. They will tell you, oh, I did that to you because you did this to me. Or I did this to you because you did that. Like none of the shit ever makes sense. And once you become self-aware of that, I guarantee you, you won't engage. You won't, you'll be tired of talking about something that makes absolutely no sense. And take charge. Your child will thank you for it or children will thank you for it later. Stop thinking that you got to be the doormat just for the child to respect you. Quite the contrary. They will respect you in the long run if you stand up for yourself. If you hold on to your identity, they will respect you more because you've shown them, hey, this is not tolerated. This is not going to be tolerated. I'm sorry. You've shown them that. And when they can see that, you know, you're doing them a good service. You're doing them good justice to show them that abuse, emotional abuse, disrespect is never acceptable. It's never tolerated. It should never be tolerated. You need to show them that. You can talk it all you want. Show them. Show them that you're showing up to be able to take care of your, you and them. And if that other parent is in the picture or what have you, at least they, the child will be able to still see, separate from that other parent, what a healthy relationship looks like. Even if you're in a relationship with yourself, you're showing them, you know, that, again, what should be tolerated and what should not be tolerated. That's how you have to look at it, guys. And take your power back. Take your power back. Become self-aware. You have support out here. There's so many resources out here that will help you to just be the best version of you that you should be and can be. Tap into them. They're at your fingertips. Everything doesn't cost money. Some do, some don't. So there's just no excuse unless you just want to be in a situation. Unless you just want to not have... Uh, a good life unless you just want to get into arguments and be manipul manipulated to be cheated on to be lied on to, to be lied to to be gaslit have your question I mean have your reality your reality and your sanity just to drive you insane have your reality questioned all of the time so when you don't want to do that take your power back good morning take your power back guys so I'm going to wrap this thing up and I encourage you I encourage you I encourage you peace and blessings to you have a beautiful day and remember that you are nobody's doormat and people will only do to you what you allow them to and when they show you who they are believe them the first time believe them stop trying to make excuses stop trying to twist it around and try to make yourself believe that Oh, they really meant that. No, 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 no. 
They meant exactly what they showed you. They meant exactly what they told you. And believe them the first time. Peace and blessings to you. And it's never too late. Love you much. Your girl Rachel Real is out. Bye.